time is it? It All Adds Up, the podcast that saves you all the money on all the things. Okay, welcome to the 11th episode of It All Adds Up. I'm Lizzie, and today I'm joined by my brother, John. What's happening? So over the last 10 weeks, we figured out how to save the average U.S. household up to $1,095 per year on energy and water bills. The last few episodes have focused on household appliances like dishwashers, washing machines, and dryers. And it turns out that the average household pays about $277 per year just to machine wash and dry their clothes. But going back to the kitchen, we found out that refrigerators typically account for almost 5% of a household's energy expenses, averaging about $91 per year in operating costs. But this cost is extremely dependent on the age of your refrigerator, since technology and efficiency requirements have evolved over time. Right. For example, if your refrigerator is from the 1990s, you probably pay closer to $160 per year to power your refrigerator. And refrigerators built in the 80s can cost up to $260. And refrigerators built before the 80s are so inefficient that they can cost well over $300 per year to operate. And the energy costs also depend on the type of refrigerator. So usually refrigerator models that have the freezer on the bottom use 10 to 20% more energy than refrigerator models that have the freezer on the top. And models that have the freezer and refrigerator side by side can use up to 50% more energy than the models with the freezer on top. And almost 35% of refrigerators in U.S. households have a built-in ice maker and dispenser, which increases operating costs by up to 20% compared to a normal refrigerator. Ah, man, really? I love ice. Just buy some cheap plastic trays. Yeah, you're right. But in addition to refrigerator age and type, the size of your refrigerator also impacts its operating expenses. So generally speaking, and all else equal, the larger the refrigerator, the more you pay to keep it cold. Households with multiple refrigerators will also see higher energy bills for refrigerator use. About 30% of U.S. households use two or more refrigerators, with many of the backup refrigerators being old, inefficient models. But no matter what your refrigerator setup is, there are plenty of ways to reduce how much money you pay to operate it. To maintain its efficiency, you can do things like regularly defrost your freezer or clean the coils. It's also super important to make sure you have enough open space surrounding your coils so there's enough room for air circulation. And you need to make sure that your refrigerator and freezer doors seal shut to avoid leakage. And there's a pretty easy trick for checking for air leakage. So you can close the refrigerator door on a dollar bill so that half of the dollar bill is inside of the unit and half is sticking out. If you can easily pull out the bill, your door is too loose, meaning that cold air is escaping when it shouldn't be. If it's difficult to pull out the dollar bill, your door seal is in good shape. Tight seals are important during power outages too. As long as you don't open the refrigerator or freezer door when the power is out, your food shouldn't spoil within a reasonable amount of time. Well, even if your power is working, it's important to open your refrigerator and freezer doors only when you need it. Even if you're stepping away from the refrigerator only for a few seconds, it's better to close the door than leave it open. Leaving the door open lets cold air escape and can account for up to 10% of your refrigerator expenses. 
To reduce how often you open the refrigerator door, it's helpful to know exactly what food you want before you open the door. So that means it's also helpful to know exactly where that food is so you don't waste time searching for it with the refrigerator door open. I started putting leftover food in clear containers so I know exactly what it is without wasting time. I guess you could label the containers to help with organization as well. Smart food shopping habits can also be useful for maintaining an organized refrigerator. Buying only what you need can keep your refrigerator neat, so you don't waste energy searching for food in your refrigerator. And smart food shopping habits can also help you save money on food waste. Oh, the amount of money we spend on wasted food is a whole other story. Every year, the average American spends over $1,300 on food that they ultimately throw away. And that doesn't even include how much money they pay to refrigerate that wasted food before it hits the trash. That's crazy. But anyway, another trick for reducing refrigerator expenses is to never put warm or hot food in the refrigerator or freezer. Let it cool off first, then you can store it. And likewise, if you have frozen food that you need to thaw, make sure to thaw it in the refrigerator. The cold temperature of the frozen food will cool off the food that surrounds it. And if you're looking to purchase a new refrigerator, make sure to find a size that most appropriately fits your household's needs. You don't want it to be too empty or too crammed with food. Right, because some breathing room inside the refrigerator is good. Also, you should challenge yourself to need only one refrigerator. Eliminating additional refrigerators can provide huge cost savings. Exactly. And make sure your new refrigerator is Energy Star certified. The average Energy Star refrigerator costs only about $42 per year to operate, which is 55% less than the U.S. average. And make sure to install this unit away from hot areas like ovens or windows that let in direct sunlight so your refrigerator doesn't have to work so hard to stay cool. Okay, quick recap. All right, so the average U.S. household spends about $91 per year to run their refrigerator, but this cost could be as high as $300 for older models. Damn. By upgrading to an Energy Star refrigerator, the average household can save $49 per year on electricity bills. Hell yeah. And you can achieve even further savings by maintaining your refrigerator coils, labeling your food containers, and tightening your door seal. Hell yeah. So after just 11 episodes, we're up to $1,144 in savings. And keep in mind that the savings from this episode depend on how you use your refrigerators, what type of refrigerators you currently have, how old your refrigerators are, how well you maintain your refrigerators, and the price that your utility company charges for electricity. But even if these financial savings can seem small, just remember, it all adds up. And be sure to follow us on social media. Our Instagram handle is It All Adds Up Podcast. Our website is It All Adds Up Podcast.com. And you can find us on Facebook at It All Adds Up The Podcast. And a huge shout out to John for handling all of the audio work for this podcast. Follow his bands by searching Stray Tuesday or Mother of Earl on Spotify and Apple Music. So when I lived in Sierra Leone, we actually turned off the refrigerator and freezer every night. But didn't your food go bad? Nah, the door seal was good enough, so it stayed just fine. We got all of our electricity just from a few solar panels, so we turned them off at night to cut their energy use by almost half. Sweet. <laughs>